One thing I wanted to mention before I get going in here is, uh, you know, we always handed out bulletins on your way in. And in case you didn't know it, the bulletins are still available. They always have been digitally. Um, but you just go to vineyardbulletin.com. And you can follow along with us on your smart device, your phone, your iPhone or iPad or whatever device you have. And um, you fill in the answers as you go. And at the end, then you hit a button and it will email everything to you, all your notes and all of the verses. And I want you to start getting used to doing that because um, we'll probably keep doing that uh, as we continue to to move forward here uh, rather than having the handout bulletin so so get used to vineyardbulletin.com get your bulletin do it online and then we'll press through that way i also wanted to say that our outreaches uh have been going well we had another greg outreach earlier today we we think we had about 350 meal kits that we uh delivered and a meal kit feeds four or five people so if you do the math that's uh you know 1200 plus meals that went out today along with paper towels and, and um, toilet paper and all and produce and all kinds of great stuff that we had to give away. And so um, thank you, church. That's your generosity that makes that possible. And uh, we are so thankful for that and so thankful for the volunteers that help us do that. And so um, outreach is going well. We're going to continue those through May. We've been praying about how we are to do that, and we'll keep doing that uh, as an outreach and a blessing to the community. So thank you for making all that possible. Also, let me tell you that on Sunday morning, if you're in the area, from 9 to 11, we do um, drive-through communion and prayer out in the parking lot. Staff pastors are here, and uh, we would love to spend a few minutes with you. You don't get out of your cars. You just drive through. You get a communion kit, one of those little kits in the driveway, and um, we'll, we'll see what your prayer needs are, and we'll pray for you and celebrate communion with you. So we'll be doing that Sunday morning again from 9 to 11 and and if you'd like to come by we would love to see you Uh, we're continuing on in the series we've been doing called light and uh, you know this comes from the idea of being a light uh, in the world that we're to be a light in the world as Jesus was and we're making a little acronym out of light Uh, and so uh, it's love implore gather virtually help and trust and we've talked about loving and we've talked about imploring Last week, I sort of borrowed the G from gathering virtually, and we talked about grace. And uh, today, I want to build on that a little bit as we talk about the H in help, how we can sort of help others and help ourselves in this time. And we're going to be looking at one of my favorite passages together uh, in just a few minutes and digging deep into that. So um, we'll get to that in just a second. Um, bad jokes, because i, I got to keep going with the bad jokes, and these are quite bad, and I enjoyed them because uh, they're so bad. Uh, Where did the Terminator find toilet paper? I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be. The back of I'll be. I don't have a telescope, but it's something I'm thinking of looking into. Okay. Also, I read about this. A man was injured in a bizarre peekaboo accident. He's in ICU. Peekaboo. Too soon? I don't know. Okay. Well, well that, Alice, my love, would you please come up and rescue me from this time with the scripture reading? I'd be happy to. Those were definitely bad this week. He gets good ones throughout the week, and he puts those aside. I just want you to know that, that he searches for the worst ones so he can get the most groans. Oh, we had a really, really good morning. Um, Just, you know, there's something that happens when believers, even with masks on, 
get together, there's an exchange of hope. And so if you just want to come by tomorrow and take communion with us, just because there's something in it, seeing each other's faces, it's a good thing, especially right now. Keep your masks on and, and you can do your communion and, and it's a good thing and we'll pray for you. We did have a great morning, but before I read the word today, let's pray together. Father, we are so, so grateful that you are not at a distance, that you have not quarantined your love, that you are right next to us every minute and every second. And Father, all of us today have great need. We have a great need for your love, and we just ask you to pour that upon us. We thank you that out of your kindness, Lord, you pour it out on us. You love to answer the prayer for help. And we just thank you for what you're doing in our lives, and we thank you for the continued healing that you're pouring out on our land. In Jesus' name, amen. The scripture reading today is out of the book of Philippians, chapter 4 and following. And this is a scripture that I use when I wake up in the middle of the night. This goes, you know when those hamsters are on the wheel in your brain? This is what I put my, put my thoughts to. Chapter 4, verse 4 and following. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, in, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And blessed be the word of the Lord. And we just have one more thing we want to do before Steve preaches. You ready? Oh, we're going to say, happy, happy birthday, birthday, Reed. He's yeah. five, and He's we five. love him, and we miss him. Yeah, happy okay. birthday, buddy. All right. <laughs> and your presents are coming. Yes. Because <laughs> that's important. Yes. So that, uh, that passage from Philippians 4, if you've been here for any time at all at the Vineyard, you've heard me talk about it often. It's my go-to passage. It's a, a prayer passage I teach everyone. I've encouraged you to memorize it for years. And as I was praying this week about it, I was really thinking about how amazing that passage is. And uh, in, in context, when you think about that passage, how it was written and when the Holy Spirit, uh, you know... Uh, anointed Paul with it, uh, that, or inspired Paul with it, it's so fascinating. Because first, the first thing you know is that when Paul wrote that, he was in prison. And so Paul was in a place where he couldn't do the things that he wanted to do. He hadn't done anything wrong, but he was uh, sort of shut down and, and locked in. And, uh, and that's the context from which uh, he, he writes this under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And he's also, he's writing to a church that's being persecuted. The church is going through a really hard time. And so I think it's fascinating that here's Paul going through a really hard time and the church is going through a hard time. And yet out comes this amazing, anointed, wonderful passage of Scripture. And that, that out of that, I think a lot of us can relate to difficult situations and things going on. 
that there's so much that that passage brings us, and that's why I wanted to dig into it today and to talk about those things. So the first thing that I want to talk about is this, point number one in your notes, is where does joy come from? Where does joy come from? And here's the beginning of that passage, Philippians 4, 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again, rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. I'll say it again, rejoice. Now, I want to say that, you know, when you read that, sometimes you might think that that I'm supposed to be rejoicing in everything that's going on, that I'm supposed to rejoice in every circumstance, that, uh, uh, and and no matter what, you know, that's the idea. And that's not what it says there. If you look at it real carefully, it it says that the joy doesn't come from things or circumstances. Your joy comes from the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord always. And then Paul backs it up by saying it again. Again, I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord. Our, our joy is uh, uh, you know, able to be received. We can feel joy because of the Lord, because of what he's done, because of what he's doing. Um, and and not in, it's not about our circumstances, not about things going on, because sometimes those things are very difficult. Like this is a very difficult time and circumstance. And so we, we can't find joy in the circumstance, but our joy is in the Lord. And, and this is a real important reality for us to get a hold of, that, that we get. That's where our joy is. That's why we can still be joyful is because the Lord is with us. The Lord is for us. The Lord has us in, in these times and in all times. And so our joy is in response to that relationship that we have with him. And that's what Paul is saying in the midst of a very hard situation that he was in, writing to a church, going through a very hard time. He said, but listen, your joy comes from the Lord. Your joy is in the Lord. And so we need to get a hold of what that means, that that's where our joy is. Our joy is in the Lord. Thank God for Jesus. I'm, again, I, I know I said this last week, but I don't know how people are making it through this time without Jesus. But in Jesus, there's a joy that we can experience, and, and that's where it comes from. And he's the source of our joy. So we need to hang on to that. Now, another thing that's very important for us to look at, uh, this is point number two, is, is, is a great question to ask yourself. How are our relationships our people-to-people relationships, how are those going right now? And, and so I, I think, you know, there's a lot of closeness that's going on in family units. And uh, people are together maybe more than they have been. And, and so there's some, maybe some situations happening. And because there's a lot of stress, maybe there's some family situations that are arising, even if you're not in the same house, just in, the, in things taking place. And, and there's a lot of opinions and there's a lot of sort of things going on. And how are you doing in your relationships with one another? And here's why it's so important, is that our disposition, the, the way that we treat other people in challenging times, is really a great indicator of what our relationship with God is like at that point in time. So, so you can look at it this way. How we treat others uh, horizontally really shows what our relationship vertically with God is like. Because the, the better your relationship with God is, the better your relationship will people with be. And, and if you find that you're really struggling in your relationships, probably a big part of that is we're not as connected as we should be and as we need to be in the process. I love what he says here in verse 5 of chapter 4. Paul says, let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. I, I've been going over and over that particular verse. Let your gentleness... He could have said so many things that maybe should be evident to people. But, but what he wants to be evident to people is your gentleness. 
And that's big about relationships, right? And, and the questions, you know, I think we ask ourselves are, 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 are you a gentle person? Is, is that what people sort of would say uh, about you? Are you a gentle person? Uh, do you have a calming effect on people? What do you think it means that the Lord is near? And with that in mind, aren't you, aren't you glad that the Lord doesn't have to practice social distancing? That He's not six feet off, that He's with us and, and can be with us, and how important that is? See, I, I, I'm convinced that, that if we're living in a way that keeps us close to the Lord, it can be sensed by the people that we're in contact with. They, they can get a, they get a feel. They, they get that, that there's something going on in the process. So part, uh, our part and what we need to do in order to help others and to help ourselves is we have to stay very close to God. We should be doing that all the time, but to particularly in difficult times, we need to be making sure that we're, our relationship with Him, our vertical relationship with Him is solid so that it's impacting in a positive way all of our horizontal relationships. And so what we're supposed to be doing is pressing into God. Pressing into God. That's the third thing. And, and the passage that we're looking at continues with verse 6. Don't be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. We're to be bringing everything to God in prayer and petition. And those words, those words denote an intimacy and an urgency. That, that we're to be as close as we can to the Lord, and, and it's an urgent prayer. Not an anxious prayer, but an urgent prayer. The, the reality that, that we need to be praying for the world right now and its situations that are going on. And, and it's an urgent prayer that, you know, there's, there's things happening all, all over the world that, that we need to be praying about during this time. And, and so it's an intimate and an urgent sort of bringing everything to God. And that, that we need to continue to do that and continue to press in. Uh, in a way, uh, we do that in a way that remembers that, that He's a good Father. That, that, that He is your Father. Now, sometimes we have some Father images that aren't so great. And sometimes people think that maybe God is he's, he's not close. He's not near. He's actually distant. Or they think, well, He's in heaven, which is, you know, far off. And, and He's just, you know, kind of not really paying attention. Or if He is paying attention, He's only really looking to see how I mess up. So He can sort of finger point and judge me. And so i got to perform really well, you know, if I, if I want to keep it right. And that's a bad picture of who God is. That is not who He is. He's this amazing, loving Father who, who loves to be with His kids. And, and I want you to look at these verses. These are the verses I like to think about when I think about what kind of father God is. It comes from Luke chapter 15. You, you know the story. It's the story of the prodigal son. But let me just read you from verse 20 on. And this is after the son who's really gone out of his way to upset the father. Uh, just about everything possible you can think of, he's done. And now he finally comes to his senses and he's, he's going back home. Uh, verse 20. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. And he ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and, I, and against you. I'm, I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found, so they began to celebrate. I love this picture of God. See, God is a good, 
good father. God is a, a compassionate father. He, he's, he's, a, he's a, I will run to you, father. He's a, I'm not holding your mess against you, father. He's like, I've been waiting and praying and watching for you, father. He's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap you in my arms and love you and celebrate with you, father. And that's the father that we're to go in an intimate and urgent way to in the course of these times. That we're to be pressing in, knowing that he's good and knowing that he's for us and knowing that he loves us. And I want that to be your picture of Father uh, and, and His love for you, that He celebrates you. You know, that, that he's, he's just right there waiting to get a hold of you and to be with you. And He's so happy when you come. He, that's what this story was a picture of. You know, this, was a, this story was like a you know, big controversy when Jesus preached it because nobody got Father that way, but Jesus did. And he brings the idea of father. And I, I see my experience. I, I'm going to give you a little story. It's not a perfect story because it falls apart quickly. But I want you to see it. So, so my little dog, Mia, she's, she's a great little dog. Every time I come home, she throws a party. She spins and she wags and she spins some more and she, she can't stop barking and she's so happy to see me and she jumps up and down. And, and, and that can be if I've been gone for hours, it can be gone if I've gone downstairs for five minutes and come back. She'll often greet me exactly the same way, this, this full excitement. And, and see, to me, that's this picture. Now, I'm not comparing my dog and God in any way, shape or form. So, so don't hear me say that. But that's what happens with Father. That's the celebration. That's the joy. That's the happiness. That's what he, he, He's giving us, what he, what he wants. He's just wrapping us up in His arms. Think about it. And celebrating with us. Happy. He, it's not about our mess and our brokenness and how, how often we've messed up and, and blown it. It's all about us just being with Him and celebrating Him and loving on Him. And He celebrates us and loves us. I need that. I want that to be your picture of Father in this time. And that's what's happening, you know, in these verses. And they all begin to tie together in, the, in, in what's going on. And there's this neat connection in verse 5 and verse 6 that, that really tie together. These things tie together. Remember, in verse 5, it says, let your gentleness be known to everyone. And in verse 6, it says, let your requests be known to God. And see, there's this thing that happens that as we're connecting with Father and as we're hanging out with Him and we're talking to Him and we're making our requests known to Him, that, that it sort of comes out of us in a gentleness to everybody else. And, and that's the way that we're supposed to be. None of us is going to get this perfect. But, but I, I, when, when you realize you're not being gentle, it's just a really good indication that you need to go and press in with Father. And that, that once he starts to celebrate you and love you and wrap you in, it's very hard not to let that flow out of you. And that's where he wants us to live. And, and so we, we press in. We continue to press in. And then what happens is the result, that's point number four, this amazing result from these verses, I love this, is verse seven. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding. I love that. It doesn't even make sense. You can't even really comprehend it. But something happens is that the peace of God comes. Guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. That there's nothing like the peace of God. It's in that peace that, that allows us to be gentle. See, if we're all anxious and worried and carrying it all and, and trying to deal with it in our, in our own strength and, and we're carrying the world in our own hands, but, but when we realize that He's God and He's good and He loves us and He's for us and He's celebrating with us and He's not holding our mess against us, He's just, just encouraging us. And, and when we can get into that, we begin to experience His peace and that peace then radiates out of us and other people experience it as well.
And they're, they're looking, the world is looking for the church to be that in these times. To, to be a, a, a people that are just resting in the Lord who can trust in Him and know He's got us and know that He's good through everything that's going on. And He, that peace then guards our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. This amazing result is peace. And so now, all those things are beginning to work together. See, the, our joy, because Jesus is the source of our joy, we have joy in Him. And, and then this gentleness starts to come. And, and, you know, we're not to be anxious about anything, but in everything, we start, we press into the Lord with prayer and, and, and petition, you know, in an intimate and urgent way. And then we, we are impacted by this peace of God, and we start to live in that. And then He gives us an, another amazing thing, because, you know, when, you, when you're at that peace... The enemy doesn't like you to be at peace. He's going to try and stir it all up again. That's what he does. He's going to try and, oh, you can't be at peace because you're peace. When you're a person of peace in the Lord, you're impacting the world around you in really good ways. The enemy doesn't want that. So he tries to keep you stirred up. And so you get to that peace, and then then what happens is you you try and get stirred up again. And listen to, to what the Holy Spirit says through Paul. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever's true, whatever's noble, whatever's right, whatever's pure, Whatever's lovely, whatever's admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. You, you get to that place where you're, where you're in his peace and, and it starts to try and get stirred up. This is what you do. You start thinking, is that something that I should be thinking about? Is, is, it, is it pure? Is it right? Is it noble? Is it, is it lovely? Is it admirable? Is it any of those things? If it is, I'll think about that. But if it's not, then I'm not going to go there because I've got the peace of God and I'm going to stay here in this place. And I have the joy uh, uh, in the Lord and of the Lord. And, and I want to live as a gentle person, knowing that the Lord is near. He's, he's right here with us. He's not distant. He's, you know, he's, he's right here with us in the midst of all of this. He's always with us. And that we live like that. And that's what I want you to consider and think about this week. I want you to just hang out in these verses this week. Just take some time and really hang out in there and all that it means. Hang out in, in what you think about Father and who He is to you. And, and if you don't have this kind of sort of I will run after you picture of Father, you need to, to ask God to give you that picture of who He is in the process. And I've, uh, in Vineyard Bulletin, if you go there, I've added some bonus verses for you this week. There's nine verses in there that will happen when you go to VineyardBulletin.com and you print that thing out. And I want you to consider those verses in your prayer time this week. And, you know, I also want to say, all of this is possible as a follower of Jesus. This is the life that we can have as a follower of Jesus. And, and if you're not following Jesus, I want to give you the opportunity to do so. We've been doing this online because I know there's people watching us who, who are, don't normally watch us or, or haven't been hanging out with us in the past. And maybe you've never made this connection of your need for Jesus. And that, that now is the time. To, to come into relationship with Jesus. And it's, we've been talking about it, you know, every week, but for the last few weeks. And, and, and it's really just, it's a prayer. It's a, it's a choice that we make, that, that we believe in, in what God has done for us and what Jesus did for the cross. We ask God to forgive us and we invite Jesus to be our Lord and Savior. We pray a prayer like that and it begins this connection. And, and so, I just, I'm going to say a simple prayer, and I would love for you to say it with me. If you've, if you've never asked Jesus to, to be your Lord and Savior, today is the day. To, now is the time. And, and so it's, it's just a simple prayer. Just, just pray with me. Uh, God, will you please forgive me of all my sin? And Jesus, will you come into my heart and be my Lord and be my Savior? 
And, and if you pray that prayer, see, that changes everything. That's the beginning of, of everlasting life for you in relationship with God. And it's the most amazing journey and the most amazing thing you can do. And see, if you were here in the room with me, I, I could celebrate with you. But, but because you're not here, I, I still want to be able to celebrate with you and encourage you and help you on this journey. So what we started to ask people to do is if you prayed that prayer with me, we have a little text in church system. There's a number. And I want you to text the word heart to 305-745-7513. Just text that word heart. And we can celebrate with you then. We know that that's you. In the last couple of weeks that we started doing this, we had 50 folks or so that have prayed that prayer with us. And we think that's awesome. And, and we, we, we'd love that to be thousands of folks, but, but we'll, we'll take one at a time. And, and we, we hope that that's you today if you've never prayed that prayer. And if you text that, we will celebrate you. And, and we want to encourage you. So if you prayed that prayer with me, um, please text that uh, to us so we can celebrate with you. And then also, as I, as I close up here, um, I just want to thank the church again uh, for your generosity. And I am humbled at what the church continues to do. And that you're making it possible for us to sow into our community in huge ways with these outreaches. And to be able to purchase these supplies that we've been giving away uh, in big ways. And it's, it's having an impact. And we're, we're seeing that like we did today. More and more people are are coming because they need some help and we're able to bless them in the name of Jesus because of your generosity. And so um, if you can, I would continue to ask you that, that you, you continue to help us in these ways. And uh, there's some ways for you to give digitally that we want to make sure that you know you can text. Uh, we have a, a text system. For, this is separate, different number than the one that we're using to, for text heart to. This is our, our number one. Uh, and you can text in a dollar amount to that number. And uh, it's not going to your phone bill. Sometimes I had some people ask me that. It doesn't happen that at all. What it does, it ask you for your bank information the first time that you do it, which you give, your credit card or whatever. And then after that, it just knows that. And you just type in the amount and text it to us. And it, that will come. And so that's a, a one way that you can do it. You can also go to our website, keysvineyard.com and look for uh, either digital giving or donate button and you there's a couple of ways there to, there's a simple gift system there and also a PayPal system that you can use a credit card to give you can you can mail your checks in a lot of you've been doing that we're so thankful for that and and so the address is there on the screen if you're able to do that that's great please don't mail cash but uh, uh, just because you're not supposed to send cash in the mail. But um, you can do those things. And, and let me also say, too, we get there's a lot of people not in that situation right now where you're able to do that. And we just want to bless you and encourage you and tell you we get it and know that, that we're praying for you. And just be praying for us. And that would be awesome. So thank you, church, for everything that you're doing at these times. And it's, it's a pleasure to, to be... Um, together apart if you know what i mean and to know that we're still the church you know it's i've told you it's not just about gathering here it's about what we do in the world and that we're still doing i miss gathering here trust me and we're ready for when we can but but uh, but we're still the church and we're still making a difference and that's because of all of you and, and so we love you and and we're praying for you and we just want to encourage you and so um i think we'll we'll end it up there for uh tonight but let me pray this prayer may the lord bless and keep you may his face shine upon you may he be gracious to you and give you peace and go today in the peace the power and the love of god god bless you all we'll see you as soon as we can and know that we love you and we're praying for you god bless you guys thanks for watching today's service from keys vineyard community church 
Make sure to like us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube. For more information, log on to keysvineyard.com. We'll see you next time.